0: Alpha sessions
1: with Ron Laver Welcome to Alpha sessions. My name's Ron Laver and with me in the studio today is Bella Estelle. Hello, Bella.
2: Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. You're
1: more than welcome. Um, you're a singer-songwriter from West Sussex. I am. And you started very early, didn't you?
2: I did. I did. I did. I did um, open mics um, just with me and my me and my sparkly guitar in the what we have here today, actually, in the studio when I was about 14.
1: So how far does this go back then um, in terms of your interest in music and performing?
2: Oh, wait, I was like the, you know, the um, loud, annoying kid. Mm. (laughs) That was me.
1: (laughs) I think I've got that down as a question here. (laughs) That
2: that was me. Yes, (laughs) that was me. So um, when I was like four, we used to go on these, um, you know, the 9.50 holiday um park things that you get in the sun paper oh yeah 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 Yeah. that we so we like did the little little things like that a Mm -hmm. big group of us and um there used to be like these talent shows so when i was like four it was the first time i ever did and i just got up on stage my parents didn't know where i was either so it wasn't actually during the talent show it was just one night I, i left um and i started singing um a lullaby um i don't know what it's called um but yeah i was four so that's the first time I really um, got up on stage and, and, and really sh- um, showed an interest in um, performing,
0: I guess.
1: So presumably at that age, you're singing songs that are known. Yeah. Uh, at what point did you start writing your own music?
2: Um, I would say probably when I, was, when I was 12. So when I was 12, I got the, um, that sparkly guitar right there um, when I was 12 from my grandma, and that is as soon as I started... Um, yeah, I, I learned chords on YouTube, just the basics ones, and um, I started writing.
1: Um, just you talking about the guitar there, that's a great guitar. Most most people we have in are sort of trying to get the best guitar they have. Not that I'm suggesting that's not a good guitar. Oh, it's
2: not. <laughs> not it's daisy rock (laughs) i haven't changed it
1: (laughs) but it's great i mean it's it looks great and yes so you 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 use that on your live gigs absolutely
2: so i have i have that one i use it because you know it is what it is it's a daisy rock but i got it when i was 12 and that's this one i use i like playing it simple as that it's probably it's not a you know it's not great but i love it um and then if i don't use that i have um a red one. I it looks. I think it looks like a strap, but it, it's not. Again, it was two hundred and fifty quid, and then I got um, my friend Matt to you know redo it for me, redo the neck and level it all out, and yeah, that's what I play. So I don't think any of my guita- guitars are like good. I'm not really a guitarist, but for performing, you know, I, I love them so.
1: The the writing then how did that develop? I mean, did you just start writing, or were you sort of did you like poetry? You know, does it come from that sort of a background?
0: Um, I've
2: always loved I've always loved poetry more so, um, like Pink Floyd. I, I grew up listening to Pink Floyd and. Um, all of those kind of rock um, ballads and stuff, which I always loved. I always loved um, what you could say and how you could say it and I loved performing and I always wanted to have my own songs one day and obviously, you know, I couldn't get someone to write for me so I just started, I picked up the guitar and thought, all right, let's um, write something down and go from there, really. Um, Lots of them were awful. (laughs) Lots of them were shockingly awful and I would play like all the time when i got home from school um my neighbors were probably annoyed by it my parents were um and then eventually i think you know some some songs people liked <laughs> so it went from there
1: your very first single you released was blurred vision yes. written at that age yes. are, are there any more that you are still singing today from that
2: Absolutely so crazy in love which we actually played today um I wrote that was like the second song or something like that you know one of the first few that I wrote um so I must have been 13 14 when I wrote, when I wrote crazy in love um it is actually released but it sounds so different to how we play it now obviously because I'm I'm older um you evolve and as You evolve not only as an artist but as you perform it as well, your um, how you want to be and how you want to present yourself changes as well. So, um, I still play that now, although it sounds much different, it sounds much rockier, but yeah, I still play that now.
1: Mm. Most of your music has got a real rock edge to it, hasn't it? Yes. And uh, <laughs> you, you, from what I've seen, you you enjoy singing. I mean, you, you you're always having a good time on stage, absolutely. Is that important to you? Is that part of the the whole thing it makes you happy it uh, does
2: oh absolutely so it's the yeah it's the getting on stage and again playing something that playing something that's yours and then you play it with the you know with my band who they like it as well which oh my god is like such a compliment and then when we go out on stage and we play it with so much energy and we love it and then you can see that the audience love it as well i mean and it's the, like you bounce off of each other's adrenaline, you know, when you're on stage, just like you do with the um, with the audience. And um, I mean, that's a thing, isn't it? it it's, a, it's a good time. It's a good time for the people on stage, just like it's meant to be a good time. Hopefully it's for the people uh, watching.
1: Mm. Tell us then about uh, you mentioned Crazy in Love, um, which was your second release, I think, in 2018.
2: I th- you know more than me. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yes.
1: Tell me about the song, what, what's it about?
2: Do you want to know the truth?
1: Yeah. You want to know the
2: truth? Okay, so the actual song was about, I'm going to name drop. So the actual song was about a guy, I think I was year seven. Year seven or year eight. So I don't know how old I was. So that's, 12, 13, uh, 12, Yeah, like I was going to yeah. say
1: 12, 13. So I
2: was crazy in love, obviously. Um, and I remember it was specifically about a guy called Alfie. Who I don't think I like hardly ever spoke to him. He was really good at maths. I'm not good at maths, and um, that was it. We never held hands. We never hugged like you do. We never kissed. We never did. But um, no glances. No dances. No. So sad. It was so sad. But um, yeah, it was about a guy called Alfie. <laughs> That's it.
1: <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a sort of one-sided affair by the sounds yes. of
2: it. Yes it was it was if he's listening embarrassing but yeah it was about you
0: sous And when you talk to me, I'm better inside. Go sign when you smile.
1: Alpha Sessions
0: with Ron Laver.
1: What gives you the idea for a song? Is it personal experience?
2: Um, I mean, I would say so, but then again, I, I wrote a song which is out, music video's out, go and check it out. <laughs> um, I wrote a song called Mr. Puppeteer, which um, isn't from my own experience at all, actually. I um, watched, you know, The Joker, the movie mm. with um, Batman. So, in theory, The Joker is Mr. Puppeteer, so... Um, and I've written songs, you know, about about people and about, I guess, my perception of their their story. So um, I get, you know, it, I think it's important as a songwriter to try and take different experiences, whether it's someone else's writing it in third person, first person, because there's so many different avenues you can take um, writing a story or an aspect of a story. So, yeah.
1: Do they have a do they do they have a personal edge to them? Is it is it is it got to be something you've experienced or uh, something you'd like to experience? Or?
2: Do you know what? That's a good. I don't think I've written a song about something I'd like to experience. I could do that. Um, that's an idea for sure. Um, to, it's more so just when I sit down. I, I either have an idea that I uh, put in my um, notes in my phone that I like voice note, or um, at the back of my lyric book, all of them. Um, I've gone through like three or something. But at the back of each lyric book, I have just like phrases or words or little sentences that I like that I think, oh, that works well, or mm, that sounds a bit sounds a bit cool, um, and I write that down. So then maybe when I have what tends to be the way is that when I have then um, an idea, like a melody, I then look back and I think, oh, that's a good sentence. And I kind of jam it together. It's not so much that melody will fit this sentence. I haven't had that yet. Am I might, I don't know. I guess there's no rules, is there, for being creative?
1: So it's a melody that comes first. I mean, you had these ideas I think that you so. store away. I, yeah. But for, to actually create a song, you need a melody and then you can go back to the lyrics. And yeah,
2: I mean, I, th- I think that seems to be the way, actually. Yeah, I think that seems to be the way that I do it. But I mean, that could, ch- you know, it's that could change. I'm sure other people do it differently, so,
1: mm. yeah. You've got a EP coming out. I um, do. Called uh, Misfits. I do. Tell us, uh, when when's that due out?
2: That is due out July 22nd. Yay. And there's gonna be a bonus track. I know, thank you. Great response. Yeah, a bonus track. I can I can hear you laughing.
1: <laughs> well, my question was, I, there doesn't seem to be a set number of tracks that an EP contains, mm. as far as I'm aware.
2: Okay, me too. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> Where does the, you know, how do do we know it's a bonus track? And it just wasn't going to be on there anyway.
2: Oh, okay. So what we've got, we've got, well, it's recorded differently, you see. So it's not, um, so the other ones are kind of, the I don't want to say bog standard because you know they're they're great far songs far from far from but they are you know the the classic kind of they're done in a studio but the yep. other track it's a bonus track because it's live oh right so it, it's a live track and there will be a live music video going along with it does that make sense it, it, it was reco- a performance video
1: yeah
2: live you know um so that so that's why it's a bonus track but the other tracks on there um they've already been released as singles. So obviously Misfits um, will be the new one being released with it, which is why the EP is called Misfits. The um, music videos are all kind of similar, which is why I like it because they link in. Same with the um, the photo shoots for <laughs> the um, single covers. And then that's why I decided to do a bonus track with it as well because it's a song, I don't want to say too much, but it's a song that I don't want to say. <laughs> oh i didn't on. plan this say it say it
1: <laughs> we won't <tell> anybody.
2: <laughs> we say <it> with mics <laughs> <laughs> um it's a yeah i'm just gonna say it's a song that is different because it's live
1: okay that's, that's all i'm saying that's fine is this a, a a live performance filmed at a venue or is this recorded in a studio live if it's you, recorded you in a studio I mean. live, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah, so it's it's suitable and it's been uh, mastered and everything for, you know, for
1: Spotify and all. And the video is the video from that Perform- time, yeah, from that performance. Yeah,
2: so it'll be a different kind of video as well. It'll be fun. Okay,
1: so when when do we expect to see the video?
2: Do you know what? I haven't decided. So I reckon we, we're still yet to film Misfits music video, um, but we've got a date for that. So I reckon probably after the Misfits music video, maybe later in the year, but definitely this mm-hmm. year.
1: How long, how long has this been in the planning then, this, this uh, Enterprise, this Misfits?
2: Oh, I like that, Enterprise. <laughs> um, well, it's been, the idea of putting them all together um, in an EP has actually been an idea probably since Breaks Your Heart, which is one of my singles that will be on the EP, um, has been released, so about a year
1: so tell us about the track then misfit what's the thinking
2: it's well how i wrote someone actually asked me this the other day and i was like i think it depends because i think her take on it um her name's gloria and she's actually an artist in mayfield so definitely she's really cool um and her take on it was completely separate to mine. Hers was how we're all um misfit, do we fit in, don't we fit in? we're all trying to find our way, which is so true and um absolutely valid but h- how I wrote it so again, you know this it varies, and this is the great thing with poetry you can it can mean so many different things to different people um, but how I wrote it was simply just um how sometimes you like people and they are either the wrong p- wrong fits? They simply don't like you back, like Alfie in Year Seven, or um, just th- just things like that. How you know maybe you attract you know the, the misfits, people that y- you simply shouldn't like, which I think we've all had before.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm,
1: yeah. I'm worried about Alfie, you know. I
2: thought you were, honestly, I thought you were going to say I'm worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my parents are the same. <laughs>
1: all parents are so I'm worried about all my children but no I'm just a little bit worried that Alfie is going to hear this could
2: you imagine
1: after all this time and he might come and say hey declare his undying Bella. love for you now
2: oh I wish I'd be like mm, join the cute.
0: No <laughs> I never cared because you're not in my head I know I won't miss you Sly said just like the way I play you, like a violin Love is a fickle thing, it has to be true for sessions with Ron Laver
1: when we were talking there about the the misfits um, you mentioned that you'd made a a performance uh, video to go with it Yes. and um, you've been with us in the studio today and you've been recording little bits on your camera and and that's something I noticed you do certainly based around when you're recording uh, when you do your radio work, and we'll come to that in a minute, you seem to like to do little bits of logging,
2: v- vlogging. Yeah, vlogging <laughs> is that the word? Vlogging. I know <laughs> vlogging. I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of like gings, isn't there? Like a yeah. blog vlogger. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it's it's something you do. Do you you obviously do enjoy doing that?
2: I do. Um, so. It's over there. We've got, like, four different camera setups. There we go. <laughs> you can see Alan straight from, straight view. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got, like, four camera setups right here as well. Um, I do. I like it because it's personal, and it's another way to get involved truly with the fans, to get their opinions, what they like, what they don't like, because that's the whole point, isn't it? You know, I'm doing things, obviously, that I enjoy, but I want other people to enjoy it as well, and I, I want to it's a great way to basically share more a bit about me what I get up to it's a fun way to share as well what we do behind the scenes Hello. um we're waving at the camera by the way anyone on radio we're waving at my vlog camera go and check out my vlogs youtube videos Bella style music um but it's just a fun way to get basically to get in, like engagement and involvement and and hear as well what People want to see and behind the scenes, mm. you know.
1: And so, tell us about your radio work then.
2: Oh, okay, bit of rivalry on here. I like <laughs> it. I'm <You're> not shy. <laughs> so it's it's not it's not regular because um, just been a you know busy bee, and I'm still in training. I'm not as professional as you. Um, but I, it's a Bella Estelle hour on um, on the Flash, and it's basically just an opportunity um, to you know do some self-promotion as well um i like to wrap up the hour with a local artist um and that's it really it's just sharing um sharing some classic classic hits music Mm. that i like and having a good old chin wag as you do
1: and that's that's based around the portsmouth area isn't it it's a it is um, yeah it's a local show yeah yeah, it's a yeah local radio station it is and is that can that be heard on DAB or it FM? can
2: it, it can it's just um the flash the flash FM and it's uh 104.3 if um, people did want to tune in but yeah it's local so. okay
1: does it does it go out on the internet it does it so does we, on the so we can hear D-A-B, you wherever yeah. we're listening yes, from yes yes you talked about your band and how you you know enjoy working with them and yes. enjoy you obviously enjoy the buzz that gives you how did that come about at what point going back in your career. Um, did you sort of think, I need a band, or did someone approach you? Yes,
2: yeah, so it was kind of organic. It was, like, organic, to be honest. So I was at um, um, an open mic night when I was, like, 14. And um, from there, it was just being, like, approached. We had then guitarist um, Joel, who's my drummer now, has been with us since... I was like 14, 15, doing the open mics. And from then, it just naturally, organically grew. My first bassist was my cousin, Nikos. Um, Last time I was like, come on, do it for me. (laughs) He's like, I don't want to. I'm like, yes, you do. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, from then, it just kind of um, organically, naturally grew. And um, we've had members, you know, chop and change as naturally. Um, But I'm just grateful that they're willing to give up their time, to be honest, and commit to um to my
1: music mm. when you're writing songs now then with a band does that make a difference to what you write and how you write because you've got a band to back you? so it's
2: not so much what because they're actually they're so supportive so that they well they tell me that they like my music <laughs> so
1: <Do laughs> hopefully it's
2: good no well i was going probabl- to say you that. can probably believe them then no okay. <laughs> good yeah yeah but that's why it's such a blessing you know because they give up their time and that's Mm -hmm. the most valuable thing that someone someone can do you know um but yeah so it's not so much that so normally what happens is i have my little book that i write my songs in and then i take it to them and sometimes they say to me you know what bella that is awful other times they say that's great we can work with it and other times it's like oh love it we jam and it's a great time. So um, it's very much like I'm obviously as the songwriter, as my music, I I give them my songs. And then from there, it's it's just a lovely thing of we all collaboratively, difficult word. (laughs) We all kind of work together and see how it feels more like, you know, with the rhythm, see how we feel, how it naturally should go as a band. Um, And we go from there. And it's a very safe space as well. Um, Egos are down to just throw ideas and and work collaboratively, collaboratively, there we go, on it. To um, make it a great song for the band. Because there is a difference, you know, when you play acoustically by yourself to um, with the band. Oh,
1: yeah, of course. Yeah,
2: Yeah, we tend to do, um, so like, for example, Crazy in Love, How I Played Today. When we play it live as a band, we um, do like an extended outro for it. We have like a little bit of an inch, you know. So it is changed. It is like more developed as mm. well for like the live music with the band as opposed to um, the performances I did today.
1: You played the Isle of Wight Festival this year. It was amazing.
2: It was amazing. Oh. And you know what as well? So I go backstage. Honest. Okay, right to everyone here. So I go backstage. I've never had this before. So there's... We've got our own toilets at a festival. Everyone knows how awful the toilets can be at a festival. We've got our own toilets. We've got like a mirror backstage. There's a mini fridge. And there's a guy giving out massages. I'm not even lying. So- fantastic that's what i thought i was like oh yeah i'll have one of those i didn't have time because we didn't stay the night it was a quick rush to get back but oh my god backstage a guy giving out my stuff like he was professional he wasn't a weird guy waiting for us to come be like oh hello young ladies (laughs) like he was like he had a sign and everything (laughs) so i believed it oh (laughs) well
1: he had a sign ellen
2: he had a sign
1: He was obviously, you yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Okay, I can believe that. Thank yeah, that you. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> so, and what about you know, forthcoming? What uh, what have you got planned in the way of? Uh, concerts any more festivals lined up
2: yes we do it's many things we've got oh my goodness we've got a beats and eats festival in portsmouth july 9th we've got icebreaker we're headlining the wine vaults which is crazy really really cool really exciting we're playing victorious festival on the saturday so get your tickets for that um we are also doing a gabe fest which is i'm not sure when that is it's a smaller festival um, but basically, check the social medias because it's all on there, Facebook, Instagram. We've got YouTube videos, the vlogs are coming out a lot, that backlogs um, for a while, so I've got a lot of editing to do, a lot of late nights. Um, yeah, we've got a lot coming, which is really, really exciting. Um, obviously, merch, is gonna be a merch release. We've got the EP, July 2- 22nd. Um, I don't know when the merch is gonna be out yet. I'm yet to create it. But I want to... This is why the vlogs are so good because I want to get uh, my fans involved and I want to do, like, um, a voting thing on Instagram and Facebook to be like, what designs do you like? Would you wear it? What kind of thing would you wear? Would you want bags or badges? Maybe not just tops. So we've got lots coming. It's good.
1: Sounds good. Yeah. Okay, well, tell us about your... uh, How people can actually get in touch with you on your socials.
2: Absolutely. So um, I... Do, even if it takes a moment, I do reply to every single message, guys. That's a commitment, and I do. Um, so on Facebook, um, YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, all of them, I reply best on Instagram because the notifications work better for me. I don't know why. Um, Bella Estelle, so just type in Bella Estelle and it should pop up. Um, but if you want to be more specific, Bella Estelle music. But yeah, it should pop up,
1: Bella Estelle. Okay, sounds good. Uh, one more track we got to hear today, yes. and that was Stay. Where yes. does this one come from? It's not one I've seen released. It's is not. it a brand new song? Has it got, will it be released?
2: Do you know what? That is a song that I wrote, again, when I was young, when I was young, and it was one of those that stood in my songwriting book, and I thought, oh, I don't think anyone's going to like it. Anyway, I played it during lock. So during lockdown, I released um, just some i'm in my bedroom playing my acoustic guitar putting them on youtube and um i released that one and people really liked it so i was like all right yeah i'll play that the band haven't learned it yet um so it's still one that's you know it's new although i wrote it a while ago it's new so um but yeah it's getting a really good response so hopefully we'll get that one in the studio the band will learn it and um yeah oh bigger and better that's what we say
1: Great stuff. Yeah. Well, th- thank you, Bella, for thank you talking to us today and, and playing for thank us. Thank you so much I really for having me.
2: Appreciate I appreciate this. Thank you. I mean, the whole setup and playing is you guys. It's been so genuinely so. The smile's real. I'm not faking it. Thank you. <laughs>
0: I smile just for a while or a hurricane comes down on you you say you want my smile just for a while but the rest is really up to you I won't stop with my upcoming melodies if you don't stop the way that you look at me could reach out you find that I'm on my knees I won't do that I'm scared of the cold breeze Hey, It's just a thought If we stay And if we hit a wall You might as well stay anyway I need your touch I'm not asking for much Because I don't know what to do You say you want my heart without leaving a scar, but I guess that's really up to you. I won't stop with my upcoming melodies if you don't stop the way that you're looking at me. Could reach out, you find that I'm on my knees. I won't do that. I'm scared of the cold breeze. Hey, it's just a thought. Get a wall? You might as well stand anyway. It's just a thought. If we stay, I mean, how far can we fall? So you might as well. Stay